that's good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near the doctors in the house. So lend them your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. Dr. Ron here, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored, now in our sixth year of, of podcast. And uh, thank you, Pod Beamers, for sticking with me uh, during some audio difficulties and some shows that I have to take down because of uh, technical problems. Let's hope that we have them uh, solved and can get on with today's show, which will be... Uh, Somewhat of a rehash of what we talked about yesterday, but that show is is now down. Ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And ladies and gentlemen, I again welcome you with an attitude of gratitude because Gratitude rewires your brain and makes you happier and healthier. Grateful people are always less depressed and less stressed and more satisfied with their lives. So let's keep that positive attitude going, okay? Keep your mind active and keep your body active and get your meat off the seat and get outside a little bit. All important for our health. And as Dr. Jaffe says, eat like a peasant, you'll, you'll feel like a king, eat like a king, and you'll die young and suffer. So be careful of your diet, really uh, important, especially when we're locked inside all the time. We want to snack and not be active, so uh, we have to uh, counteract that. So ladies and gentlemen, be the CEO of your own body. Learn as much as you can so that you can make informed medical decisions. I, I keep coming back to the fact that logic and imagination are important. They're actually individual powers that you should continue to use because logic is grounding. Logic is stabilizing. 
It allows you to analyze any situation or cluster of information and see through to its validity or its invalidity beyond deception so that you can have a good discussion. Science is never settled. You always have to question science to get to the real truth. And your imagination is what takes you soaring and allows you to see your greatest vision for your life. And there, were, there you can go ahead and uh, have a wonderful life and a wonderful sound that makes me happy when the sound is wonderful. So ladies and gentlemen, in a couple of weeks, we, we've been talking about inflammation, acute inflammation you need. You cannot do without it. it. It is healing. But when it becomes chronic, it gets to be a real problem. And we've also talked, and I told you about uh, what happens with coffee, right? Remember, right? we talked about coffee cups, and you get your coffee in those hot cups, which are lined with plastic, and that plastic leaches out. The plasticizers leach out. There's cadmium in there, and there's endocrine disruptors. Artificial chemicals that interfere with your thyroid, your adrenals, your ovaries, your testicles, endocrine disruptors. Now we're finding an alarming amount of microplastics in, form, in farm soil affecting our food supply. They're chemically active and they're capable of attracting and binding to compounds to harm human health. And again, the word cadmium comes up. Microplastics have been shown to accumulate lead, PCBs, and pesticides. According to this article, plastics are manufactured with their own suite of toxic compounds. Of course, they can include BPA. Remember, we talked about BPA plastic. It's an endocrine disruptor on its own. And now we're... Research is showing that these can now leach out of the plastics and into our environment. And that environment, it looks like, is also soil. We know how dangerous it is when it gets into our tissue. Now it's getting into the soil. And what, what does that mean? Well, it can harm our health. You know, we're not the healthiest country in the world. We may spend the most money, but we're next to the bottom in, in health. So there's a lot of scientists trying to get together and dedicate themselves to ending plastic pollution. And we're, as they have discovered, we're being exposed to more and more of this every day in our food, our water, and the air we breathe. So ladies and gentlemen, be careful, please. Okay. They're using biodegradable plastics for mulch. It gets into the soil, attracts cadmium. Cadmium is a deadly metal. And some of the contamination is irreversible. Just think of it's irreversible in the soil. Think of what it's doing to your body. Right? So, when you go get that morning or afternoon or evening cup of java, get it in a double-walled 
plastic in a double wall container or preferably a porcelain container. Nothing that has BPA or plastic. So I misspoke there for a second. So I wanted to bring that up to your attention. I wanted to bring to your attention about glyphosate or Roundup. We talked about inflammation. All right. Now this weed killer not only disrupts and causes inflammation, it now has been found to disrupt our microbiome in our gut. Right? Remember our gut controls 80% of our immunity. Eighty percent. So we have to have a superior interior, as I've been talking about. We have to keep our guts happy. And one product I like, and I do not get anything from this company, and they don't even know that I'm, most of the time I'm talking about them. But it's a it's a product called Megaspore Biotic. Why do I like it? Thanks for asking. I like it because it sir it has a five year shelf life. Just think of that. It actually has an expiration date on the bottle. And it's not the average probiotic because it can survive the harsh conditions of the human GI tract. Now it doesn't have a million strains of bacteria that you'll read about on on certain probiotics. This has five strains of beneficial spore-forming bacillus bacteria, and they are resistant to extreme heat, acidity, radiation, and chemicals. So they can get through their stomach without being destroyed. A lot of, a lot of other probiotics would not fare that well. They also have protective coats that allows them to endure these harsh conditions. So they are getting to where they need to be. So I do like this particular product. And there's another thing that's being researched is, you know, we're, we t have talked about and continue to talk about electromagnetic fields, EMFs. It looks like... Uh, Superior interior may be really beneficial in helping you to decrease the bad effects of electromagnetic radiation. Remember, we always always tell you, turn off your Wi-Fi at night. Turn off your wireless printer. Be careful of the Apple earbuds and all these Bluetooth technologies because they emit electromagnetic fields. <clears throat> and remember when... If you've listened to my program for years, you know I had Dr. Jerry Smith on and we actually measured the electromagnetic fields coming out of uh, hearing aids. They were quite high. So that has to be remediated. That has to be somehow, and there's ways of doing it with frequency treatments, like Tesla cards, uh, using shunite stones from Russia. So that'll be a, another topic for discussion but just be aware of it and if you're going to you have to use these make sure you have ones with the lowest electromagnetic fields or don't use them for long periods of time okay 
All right, so <clears throat> just a couple of things from yesterday's show that I remember talking about, and that is uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci from the International House of Pancakes. He's flip-flopped another one. Remember he said double masking is really good? Now he's saying, he also said, it's unscientific if one mask serves as a physical barrier. It makes common sense. It certainly can't hurt, can't hurt to and might help to wear two masks. So in less than a week after advising Americans that wearing two or even three masks would be more effective against this coronavirus from China, Dr. Fauci has done a 180-degree turn again and flip-flopped and admitted that there is no data to, to suggest it will make any difference, just like there is not one double-blind, randomly controlled study on masks that show that they are effective against this virus. And in fact, the 6,000 person study out of Denmark showed no significant difference between half of the group that wore masks and half of the group that did not wear masks in, con in contracting this coronavirus. But what we do know about masks is that they decrease oxygen saturation. Again, my analogy, you can live weeks without food, you can live days without water. You can only live four minutes without oxygen. Why would you want to decrease your oxygen in your body and make you more susceptible to, to this virus or any other virus? So now you have a mask on, you have decreased oxygen, you sneeze in the mask, you're inhaling whatever viruses you have just sneezed in that mask. And remember, we have 300 and some trillion viruses in our body all the time. We have more DNA from viruses than we have of our own okay so just want you to be aware that uh dr fauci has flip-flopped again and uh he, he admitted quote there is no data that indicates that it's going to make any difference unquote and he originally said that quote there is no reason to be walking around with a mask and look how he flip-flops on this one. Then he fully embraced it. And, and he said, everyone has to stay on until they're vaccinated. Now he's saying, even though you're vaccinated, you, have, you must still wear face masks. But don't worry about the fact that there's no evidence masks do anything. Don't let that get in your face. So that's about Dr. Anthony Fauci. So talk to you about glyphosate, uh, this, that we started with that and, and got off the microbiome, but you know, glyphosate is a Roundup and Roundup even has other things that even makes it more toxic. Uh, we have done programs, I have done programs on this and this glyphosate not only kills your bacteria, and imbalance in your gut bacteria, remember, are linked to cancer, type 2 diabetes, obesity, and depression. So there's only one way that I know of that's, that can easily counteract the glyphosate, and that's to take two to three grams of glycine, G-L-Y-C-I-N-E. Glycine, that's, why, that's where the gly and glyphosate comes from. It's an amino acid. And it just 
Beside all the other bad effects it has in your body and can end up in your brain because uh, it destroys your gut and you get a leaky gut. That leaky gut turn can uh, ha can uh, be followed by a leaky brain. The stuff can get into your brain and cause all kinds of brain fog and just never feeling right. You know, you ever wake up in the morning and say, geez, I just don't feel right. So this glyphosate is another reason. There's other reasons for that. Okay, but this is this is one, and there's no safe dose of glyphosate. So I guess you know my my bottom line would be, why not take lysine? Okay, lots of famous physicians, according Doctor, including Doctor Dietrich Klinghart, have talked about taking glycine. All right, and. Uh, that's what I have to say about glyphosate. But, you know, you could talk about glyphosate for years. It's such a horrific, horrific, horrific uh, chemical. Now I want to talk to you a little bit about Professor Dolores Cahill, C-A-H-I-L-L. -L. She's a professor of translational research and molecular genetics at the School of Medicine College in Dublin. She's chairperson of the Irish Freedom Party. Well, uh, educated person, and she says there there are three adverse potential potentially three adverse reactions from this messenger RNA. She calls it a vaccine, but you'll see that Dr. Judy Mikovits calls it a experimental gene therapy because it does affect our genes. So you can have anaphylaxis. You know, anaphylaxis can be severe and life-threatening. It's an allergic reaction. And, you know, you, you have seen on the news that this can occur after the first shot. If you get it after the first shot, ladies and gentlemen, please, my advice, and you have to check with your physician, may, I, I would say don't get the second dose, but you, you check with your doctor about that. But if you've got an anaphylactic reaction on the first shot, that's pretty serious. Then she says the real adverse events will happen against whatever is the real mRNA in the vaccines. She, she like Dr. Mikovits, is not sure that they're being completely transparent in everything that's in this messenger RNA. And as uh, you'll hear in a, in a minute when I talk about Dr. Mikovits, you know, there's 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 an HIV envelope in this mRNA. And like other coronaviruses, she says, when a person is vaccinated and then comes across an, a real coronavirus at some later date, she's afraid that they will experience the same thing that happened to animal studies. 20, 50, or 100% of those animals died. And remember, we, it's only been a year. We don't have much experience with this. It's never been tested in animals, never been tested in infants and children and people over 80. We rushed it out. We are the experiment. Everyone that is getting and rushing to get this experimental gene therapy is the experiment. It won't be finished until 2023. So Dr. Cahill said among people over 80, probably 2.5% will experience severe side effects where they cannot work or live life normally. She then predicts after the second injection, 
It could be one in 10 or 10%. For the over 80 year olds, she thinks it could be 80% that, that would, uh, they would then experience life limiting reactions. When they came across the, uh, this virus again, This is gene therapy. I know they've changed the definition. I looked it up recently to include gene therapy as a vaccine, but it, this is just new. They just added that. Vaccines have never been made this way. And the ones that have been made have never been successful. Think about that. Do some reading. Read on Dr. Dolores Cahill. She says, like I said about a month ago, you make yourself a genetically modified organism. You maintain a state of hyperimmunity. And then when you come across the real virus, you have pathogenic priming where everything in your body goes and just starts destroying itself. So your immune system tries and get rid of the virus and starts destroying itself because this mRNA has a lipid protection. It doesn't degrade as far as we know. And if you have a, a, some comorbidities, you, your, your immune system won't have any, won't have any energy left to, to fight for you because this mRNA RNA will be in every cell of your body. And again, as she continues to write, she is concerned that there may be multiple mRNAs in this vaccine and not just something for the coronavirus. She thinks there might be some influenza in there. She's asking for transparency and control. So gosh, nobody wants to see anybody die, but we are being rushed into an experiment. Remember, this injection is an authorized use of an experimental biologic. Okay, it hasn't been approved yet. It was only authorized. So the Pfizer and Moderna are both mRNA vaccines, gene activation involving the DNA into messenger RNA. And then get, you know, it makes your body, it encourages your body and forces your body to make gene derived proteins. Dr. Nass has called attention to the fact that messenger RNA, or in fact, any RNA can potentially be converted to DNA in the presence of an enzyme called reverse transcriptase. Geez, that would be awful, right? And, and people have talked about that. John Rappaport has said that this mRNA can become part of your DNA. And everybody said, nah, it can't, it can't. Well, now more and more virologists, epidemiologists, and molecular biologists are saying, yes, it can. There is a little bit of light at the end of this tunnel though, because Reservatrol, the red wine molecule, 
highest, I think, in Pinot Noir, it can inhibit reverse transcriptase and maybe put a halt. So I guess if you have the vaccine or you're getting the vaccine, if that's your decision, I hope you like red wine. And if it's your decision to get the vaccine, the advice is to supplement with vitamins A, D, zinc, and resveratrol. Okay, so that's Dolores Cahill. Now, on January 31st, Dr. Joseph Mercola, who writes about health issues, interviewed Dr. Judy Mikovits. I recommend this interview to everyone that has an hour. At times, it's very technical, but you'll get the gist of what she says. She's saying basically that COVID-19 vaccine isn't a vaccine at all in the, in the strict definition. It's more accurately an experimental gene therapy that could prematurely kill large amounts of the population and disable exponentially more. In other words, if it don't kill you, it can make you feel really bad. Maybe have Bell's palsy or some other neurological condition. She says during this interview that mRNA normally in our body degrades very rapidly. But in the vaccine, it's coated with a nanolipid particle and they use PEG. About 70% of Americans are allergic to PEG. You find a lot in cosmetics. Pegylated lipid nanoparticles. The PEG is part of that word, pegylated. And, and PEG on it, in itself is known to cause anaphylaxis. Now, just like Mother Nature, she's really great. And these free mRNA molecules can signal danger to your immune system. And then you have an inflammatory disease. But then they're just de they're destroyed and that's the end of it but now we're injecting synthetic thermostable mrna what does that mean according to mikovits resistant to breaking down and she says it probably can fuel chronic long-term inflammation so remember our, our programs on inflammation acute can be is good for you but chronic Inflammation causes disease. In fact, most chronic diseases have their basis in inflammation. And some of the reported side effects already from COVID, gene therapy, vaccines, we'll call them, appear to be from the brain inflammation. Fire, fire, your brain's on fire. The bottom line is that Anyone has an inflammatory disease like rheumatoid arthritis, Parkinson's disease, chronic Lyme disease, acquired immune deficiency or dysfunction, brain trauma, or has a history of being exposed to environmental toxins, you have a high risk of injury or death. I do recommend you go to Dr. Mercola and read this because you'll also find a chart that lists people that 
will probably do very poorly and have a significant chance of side effects or death. And they are people with prostate cancer, breast cancer, multiple myeloma, chronic lymphocytic leukemia, and it goes on and on, colorectal cancer, kidney cancer, ovarian cancer, psoriasis, rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis. I mean, it goes on, and that's not even the complete list, but it will, it will give you an idea if you have any diseases linked to that. And these genetic alterations, I'll say one more time, they could last for the rest of your life. And remember, in this envelope is HIV and cystin, which is a gamma retrovirus. That is why the people in Australia have been testing HIV positive. And how many people have had the vaccine and are now COVID positive? Okay. It's in this envelope. And Dr. Kale says she even thinks there's other things in there, but we don't know because we don't have access to the study information. But Dr. Mikovits is really concerned with neuroinflammation, which will put your brain on fire. She expects if you didn't have Parkinson's and you're prone to it, you're going to get ticks. You're going to see Parkinson's disease. You're going to see at Lou Gehrig's disease because of brain inflammation. And remember, this, this, these gene therapies, these experimental gene therapies have never been tested on the elderly, the blacks, the Hispanics, or the young. The, the, they probably are the most susceptible. And they're probably going to have an increased number of problems with this with this uh, injection. So, ladies and gentlemen, it really is important that you educate yourself. Okay, it really is. Uh, the latest studies so far, as of um, let me see when this date was. I think it's the January twenty second. Um, yeah, the numbers that I'm going to tell you are, are the latest dates available as of January 22nd from the CDC's Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System website. Okay, 329 reported deaths, 285 were from the United States and 44 were from other countries. The average age of those who died was 76.5 years of age. And remember, only about 1% of adverse reactions are ever reported to this government agency, the CDC's Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. As of January 22nd, 329 deaths and a subset of 9,845 total adverse events. So is it gone as planned? Is this is what the, is, is, was this the plan? Did they expect this? And these outcomes have been described 
as foaming from the mouth to massive heart attacks, some of them not recovering. So somewhere between 22 and 30 million people in the United States have received one or both doses of this uh, gene therapy. This therapy that has been granted emergency use authorization by the Food and Drug Administration. And they will be, according to the FDA's own definition, these are still considered experimental until they are fully licensed. So it's interesting, uh, according to the Child's Defense League, before uh, the vaccine, everything was COVID. In fact, you did not even need a test to call something COVID. If you died from uh, jumping off uh, the Empire State Building and you landed on the ground and died and you tested positive for COVID, that was a COVID death. If you had the flu, and you were in an emergency room. You didn't even need a test. The doctor could say that was COVID. And it has been stated by Dr. Redford that there was a financial incentive for hospitals to do this because they got extra money for COVID deaths. Right? They're, like the flu disappeared this year. Why? The flu didn't go away. It was just, the name was just changed to COVID. Now after the vaccine and people die, The narrative is, oh, it's just a coincidence. They would have probably be dead anyway. It's not from the vaccine. And just as a coincidence, when the vaccines came out, they changed the procedure for doing the PCR test. The PCR test is 97% false positives. The country of Portugal outlawed the test. The New York Times even said it was 90% false positives. Why? Because they had something called cycle um ct i'll think of the t in a second it's amplifications okay the cdc told labs is to cycle it cycle threshold at 40 to 45. when you cycle that much 90 plus percent will be positive gary mullis who got a nobel prize for this test said it, said it should never be used to diagnose a viral infection Turns out that even Fauci said that it should not be spun more than 25, 25 cycle thresholds. So what happened when the vaccine came out? Now they are lowering the cycle thresholds to 15 to 25. So all of a sudden we're not getting so many false positives, right? So the vaccine's working, ladies and gentlemen. Here's proof. We're not getting as many positive tests. So right along, as you've heard on this podcast, we have had a case-demic, not an epidemic or a pandemic. We've had a lot of cases because the test was false, falsely read. This has been a pandemic where you didn't even you had to go get a test to find out if you were sick. You could be feeling perfectly well and go get a test. And according to LabCorp or Quest, it was spotted 40 cycle thresholds. It would be positive. Now you know you're sick, huh? So that's the state we're in right now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you need, if you're a child of bearing age, please have a great talk with your doctor. 
because you could become infertile as a result of these gamma retroviruses, this gamma retrovirus envelope that's in this mRNA, because that would disrupt this fusion you need in your placenta, so the egg could implant. The World Health Organization is now saying pregnant women should not get Moderna or Pfizer vaccines due to reports of late-term miscarriages. You see how, how this is just so crazy? I mean, you don't, and you don't get this information because this whole, there was, this fear was, was, brought on to everybody, but not, not only the, the, the bureaucrats, but the mainstream media was part of it. They were all part of bringing you these case numbers every day. I've often said they should tell you how many uh, children are hungry every day. Maybe we could get rid of that problem. How about the sex trafficking, trafficking that's going on now? You know, Maybe we should report that every day, make that more known. So next week, next podcast, I'll I'll go over the the uh, studies on masks. I wanted to get away from talking about this, but you can't because it's on everybody's mind, and people are going crazy to get themselves injected with an experimental gene therapy. You know, Merck Sharp and Dome scrapped its COVID vaccines. Why? Because they they know that treatment therapeutics is is more uh, effective. When you have a disease where you recover 99.95% of the time, except if you're over 85, why do we need a vaccine? Hydroxychloroquine used early could have saved millions of lives. Okay, and that's another area where you should look at America frontline doctors. But you know what? They demonized hydroxychloroquine because they wanted to push their remdesivir. They even had three bogus studies written in prestigious journals. And then someone blew the whistle and said, those numbers don't make sense. And in fact, they were just all made up to discredit hydroxychloroquine, a drug that's been around for 60 years. So now all of a sudden it's, it's okay to use it. It's okay to use iver, ivermectin, right? Ivermectin and dicocycline, doxycycline can, can cure you at the early stages. And that's the whole idea. Get it when you first get that cold or, or loss of t- t- uh, taste or smell. So now all of a sudden these therapeutics that were demonized, now all of a sudden they're okay to use. Merck, Shopper, and Dome, that's pretty, you know, a major company, not going to go to vaccine route. So ladies and gentlemen, thanks for putting up with this and I hope the audio was better today. I have a couple people, I hope uh, I see a couple uh, names that, from the past, and someone wants to pick up their call. Okay, uh, I'll do that before I sign off. Uh, 
Doobie, do you want to call in and I'll pick you up? Oh, Bunty. Oh, my gosh. Okay, good, good to see you. Bunty has been around before, uh, so we will talk with him. He, uh, he's Well, he'll tell you where he's from. Hi, sir. Well, I don't know what time it is where you are, but good afternoon from the state of Florida. How are uh, you? Uh, I am fine, sir. Are you I, want to ask, yes. I want to ask two, two questions from you, sir. Uh, across the uh, world, uh, there are many variants, uh, basically mutation of coronavirus emerged nowadays. Do you think the, uh, uh, those uh, vaccines already developed can be effective or effect, efficacy will be exist for them uh, variant also? Uh, what uh, do you think? Right, you just uh, repeat that so I can understand it again. I'm sorry, Bhante. Uh, there are many variants nowadays of oh, coronavirus emerge. Yeah, yeah, the mutations. Yeah. 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 Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, so, I, I, uh, I I sort of have read about the mutations, and the the CDC and Fauci himself has said they don't know, because remember these vaccines do not kill the virus. Okay. When you, once you get the vaccine, you can still get COVID. You can still transmit COVID. The, what the vaccines were studied for was reducing of symptoms, so you, you don't get the severe symptoms. So they, not, they never studied the vaccines that, uh, to see if they, they are able to kill the virus. So that is why the CDC is saying, even if you're vaccinated, you have to continue to physical distance, to continue to wear your mask, continue the other hygiene, uh, like washing your hands and so forth. So the answer to your question is they don't know because they never studied it. Okay. And uh, my second question is there are a lot of controversy regarding P P Pfizer vaccine because in Norway more than 25 or 29 people have died due to this. So is P Pfizer vaccine is very hard. It's, it's going to be hard to vaccinate, but remember, this is a gene therapy, and, it's, and it's, it's the first time it's ever been used. This is experimental. It, in the United States, the studies will not be completed until 2023, which means that everybody that gets the vaccine is going to be on a list, and they will be followed until 2023. So I could see where people are hesitant to have their genes changed, especially okay. if you're above 80, because there has been no studies above 80. And world-renowned virologists and molecular biologists are concerned about the envelope of this mRNA because it has the HIV envelope, it has a centition envelope, and it has the COVID, the spike protein envelope, but we don't know what, el what else it has. And this envelope is a lipid nanoparticle, which can invade every cell of your body and can get through to your brain and, and, and get into your brain cells. And because of that lipid particle, we don't know how long it's going to take to degrade it because most mRNA is only a messenger to get rid of acute inflammation. And then it goes away because we have mRNAase, an enzyme that destroys it. That won't happen with this, this gene therapy. So there's a lot to be answered for yet. 
ओके सर आई वॉन्ट टू वन मोर वन मोर क्वेश्चन सर कैन वी कम्प्लीटली इरेडिकेट दिस वायरस और बिकॉज वी नीड टू वैक्सीनेट ईच एंड एवरी वन ऑन द प्लानट और डू यू थिंक मोर देन फिफ्टी परसेंट और सिक्सटी परसेंट पीपल विल बी वैक्सीनेटेड देन इट क्रिएट्स द हार्ड इम्यूनिटी एंड मे बी कम्प्लीटली कोरोना वायरस वैनिस्ड वाट डू यू थिंक अबाउट दिस Well, my personal opinion is we have already reached herd immunity. Okay. And the the rest of it has been political. And throughout the history, Bunty, vaccines uh, we're not vaccine deficient individuals. Uh the United States now has like one out of every uh 34 children have autism. They get vaccines the moment they come out of the womb. and with this covid i think we sh- we have to look at the complete picture we have to make sure that people are not so obese that they're getting non more organic foods that they avoid electromagnetic fields and 5g as much as possible that they can have a great uh, gut microbiome uh, i have labeled that in my own words a superior interior So we have to make sure they're com- they're nourished completely that they get sunlight that they get vitamin D you know vitamin D levels nobody's really talking about them but uh, people that have adequate vitamin D levels in the United States then the normals are between 30 and 60 if you're between 40 and 60 you usually don't get covid or you get it very mildly so we i don't like a, a, a one approach okay i think i think vaccines probably have a uh, a part in in health but i think we have to have a more broader approach and and approach people's health holistically and that includes spiritually mind meditation okay grounding uh so i think there's a lot more we should be doing but it should be from a more natural perspective okay so in india although in across the world there are many vaccine have already developed in india there are two types of vaccine available one from astrazeneca oxford astrazeneca and second one is bharat biotech which vaccine do you recommend because i i maybe will take in uh, after one or two months well i don't know right now the astrazeneca one i i heard was put on hold is it they they're producing it again because after uh, some bad reactions i heard that they were not uh, manufacturing it so i'm i'm not aware that 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 one is back on the market and 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 i don't know a lot about it ex- except that they did have a case of transverse myelitis with that uh, vaccine and um and i heard i thought that they stopped production of it and what, what was the and i and i don't know anything about johnson and johnson's vaccine to be honest with you i haven't seen any literature on it yet okay sir uh, 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 so now uh, nowadays in usa which vaccine is uh, recommended by the doctor practitioners uh and it's getting so crazy here in the us that uh, people are getting whatever whatever one's available uh, they're just sticking their arm out and say shoot me not knowing any of the consequences of having that experimental gene therapy injected into their body so most of the vaccines here in florida are moderna or pfizer 
ओके ओके ऑल्दो सर लास्ट लास्ट डे आई रेड न्यूज इन द गार्डियन न्यूज पेपर ऑफ यूके एंड देयर स्पुतनिक वी वैक्सीन ऑफ रसिया रूस एंड दे क्लेम दैट द मोर देन 91 परसेंट पीपल एफेक्सी ऑफ दैट वैक्सीन इज मोर देन 91 परसेंट सो ओके यू गॉट रिमेम्बर प्लीज ओके Uh, I think you had a backfield in mathematics. There's, yeah. uh, okay, there uh, are two ways of looking at numbers, right? There's the absolute and the relative. Okay. So we have to look at whether the whether they're uh, telling the us that the percentage of improval is a relative risk reduction or an absolute risk reduction. And for ladies and gentlemen, just to Just briefly and simply, if you have a hundred people get the vaccine and a hundred people that don't get the vaccine, a hundred people, one of them comes down with COVID. Out of the other hundred, two come down with COVID. The pharmaceutical companies are more likely to say there was a fifty percent reduction in COVID. Two, you know, a one over two. So that's so it makes it look great. So one person with the in the out of the hundred who got the vaccine versus two people in the hundred that did not get the vaccine, but the absolute risk for those two groups was really only one percent. So we, yeah. again, we have to get the we have to look into the numbers to see where they come up with these ninety percent numbers and so forth. Okay. Okay. okay so. Well, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. I've been having uh, uh, audio problems, and I have someone checking uh, my yeah. audio today. So it seems like we're pretty good. We finally got it. Yeah. How? Yeah, sir. Well, thank I you, sir. Today, you, today your voice is very clear. I able to understand each and every bit of your words. God bless. Thank you so much. So, everybody, count your life by smiles, not tears. Count your age by friends, not years. And remember, we do not quit playing because we grow old. We grow old because we quit playing. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I thank each and every one of you. Uh, I will see you Tuesday live. Thanks to uh, some technical work that was done on my end to have some good audio. And we will uh, see you then. So thank you so much. Have a great, great rest of the weekend. Bye. When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you I'm sure he can tell you just what to do The doctor is in the house The doctor is in Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. And if you have a strain, call the doctor. 
Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week